everybody. Before we start this episode of Talking Heartland, uh, I just wanted to clarify that we recorded this episode in August. Uh, so this is why when we're talking about Finn, we don't may- mention the tragic passing of actor Robert Cormier. Uh, it is just so sad and our hearts go out to uh, to his family and friends and everybody in Heartland, Heartland community. Uh, it is just an absolute tragic accident and passing. Uh, so um, yeah, I just didn't want uh, it to be confusing of why we didn't mention that. So there you go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Talking Heartland podcast. And this is the show where we are talking about back episodes of the Heartland TV show. And today we are talking about season 15, episodes 9 and 10, which means we are caught up with Heartland, which blows my mind. I can't believe it. I am film critic Rachel Wagner. Michelle is here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We did it. We yeah, can't believe it oh wow (laughs) yes we have talked about 234 episodes of heartland (laughs) (laughs) i've been so grateful to you for being on this journey with me uh it's been so fun and (laughs) like i said to you before it literally got me through the pandemic um watching these episodes and having something to do mm-hmm. um, every weekend um yeah I didn't expect <laughs> to um to sort of still be doing it now um but yeah I'm so proud when of us I mean something, yeah when we start something we finish it <laughs> yes <laughs> it's true that is one thing about me is that I'm not someone who like I know some people like will start up have all projects laying around the house and things like that not me that makes me crazy gives me anxiety I have to finish <laughs> when I start yeah. um, I I remember when I was um uh when I was going to grad school I uh, um I had to have kind of an interview with my aunt uh because she there was uh, getting some support through a trust that we had. And we managed to talk to her and she was like, well, what if you don't finish? And I'm like, uh, you don't know me very well. <laughs> I'm going to finish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, you know, when I watched the first few seasons, I was always going to watch the rest of the show. Uh-huh. Um, so it's just so fun that I've had someone, you know, to take a journey with along the way. Um, uh-huh. and talk about episodes and, obviously all of the listeners thank you for for sticking with us all the way through like it's been a couple of years now which is crazy to think yeah we started in august of 2020 Mm -hmm. uh, and we did some pilots uh of of that month of different shows that we could cover so we did Mm -hmm. a um army wives pilot we did a cedar cove pilot we did heartland and heartland was by far the the most shared and the most um uh download it uh of the pilots and so uh it, it uh 
we decided to go for it. And, <laughs> and it has been a ton of, it's been really, really rewarding, but it has been a ton of work. I mean, because yeah. uh, it's, you know, three episodes, um, yeah. you know, 40 to 42 minutes, each one plus taking notes. It's, it's a lot of work every week. Yeah, and we've had, you know, the time difference to contend with, and I'm amazed yeah. that that's not been an issue so far. <laughs> like, we've, like, we've very rarely missed a recording, um, and I never in a million years thought I would be, you know, interviewing actors from a show that I was a fan of. So, yeah, I'm yeah, so grateful. Every time Rachel interviews someone from the show, she always invites me, and I'm just so grateful. That's just ne- something that I never thought I would do. <laughs> We have had a lot of fun interviewing mm-hmm. Carrie and Lucian and, um, and River. And we had a lot of fun interviewing Carrie and River and, uh, um, and, you know, I getting to me getting to talk to Amber has been awesome. Yeah. Uh, Michelle getting to talk to Michelle. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's, it's been very fun. And anytime we've ever had anybody on for Heartland, it's always done incredibly well. Mm-hmm. So thank you to all the listeners yep. uh, for listening. And we are going to do next week, we are going to do our top 10 Heartland episodes list, which will be a challenge to go back and try to remember all of our favorites. Yeah. Uh, but if anybody's it's be got fun. any suggestions, you know, mm-hmm. put them in the comments and let us know what yeah. your favorites were. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely some that stick out like mm-hmm. uh, Georgie confronting the um, the man who the who who the accident the who hit her for her parents that yeah. is definitely one of the best the yeah, tornado we'll episode got to have a ravine episode in there somewhere as well <laughs> which one oh the ravine yeah we've got to have at least one ravine <laughs> I've got a few yeah. to choose from. But yeah, if you have any suggestions, uh, then we have your favorites. We definitely put in the comments section because uh, we're going to be talking about that. So that'll be fun. Uh, but the the episode nine that we're going to talk about today is called The Long Game. And in this episode, we have Jack training. It's not a wild horse, but it, uh, it is an unruly horse named mm-hmm. Blue. Uh, and we also have Lou and Katie going camping, <laughs> epically bad camping. Uh, and uh, Amy uh, is working with Spartan. Uh, there's this like endurance race thing mm-hmm. that she decides to enter Spartan in. Uh, and uh, yeah, what did overall did you think about this episode? Um, I really like this episode. Um... Like I said in the previous episode, I think the addition of this key is fantastic because the sort of confrontations that she's been having with Lou in these two episodes um, were really fantastic, um, especially if we can't have Georgia here to have these conversations with Lou. Um, it's good mm-hmm. that we have um, Katie to do that now because I felt like last season and the previous season, that's a character that was just wasted. Um, we kept bringing in all of these new kids and we're like, Katie's right there. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. nice to sort of see this character, despite who's playing her, get some screen time. It's um, true. It's- they they like built the tree house for Lindy. They built all the stuff and you're like, 
why didn't you do any of that for this is not your first granddaughter (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and it's also the first time in a while that we've really seen spartan um so i thought that was you know very heartland episodes um that aspect and the horse breaking scene as well was really good because we're so used to seeing amy's way of doing things so it was nice to see Jack's approach to dealing with horses because, you know, he's been, he's had more experience with horses than Amy, but we're just, we're, you know, watching it obviously from Amy's perspective most mm-hmm. of the time. So yeah, I thought overall this was a very strong Heartland episode. He's had more experience, but I don't think he's had more experience training than no, Amy. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that horse is, was very beautiful. Yeah. Blue. Yeah, blues. Yeah. Yeah. It was a find when they they found that one. It it was just, I've never seen a horse like that Mm -hmm. look like that. Yeah, it was a very unique um, color. Mm -hmm. I know there's some dogs um, that have sort of a blue tinge to to their coat sometimes, and they are very like striking, um, some Mm -hmm. collies and and things like that. Um, But it's the first time I've seen a horse that color. Yeah, me too. It was very striking. Um, and Jack likes blue and decides that uh, he's sick of people treating him like he's old. Mm-hmm. So he, th- he kind of thinks that he can prove his his uh, his youth <laughs> by <laughs> training this horse. Uh, but he definitely gives him a run for his money. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, we have lou going camping with katie and uh it is pretty funny i i think i remember you saying that you hadn't really done much camping oh i hate camping um (laughs) um, my dad loves camping um Uh he definitely tried to take us a lot when we were kids um my brother liked it i hated it my mom likes it (laughs) um yeah, I was definitely the odd one out in my family of like not into yeah. camping. Um, and I've definitely I've got some friends that are really into camping as well. And again, like they know not to invite me. <laughs> <laughs> I I I wouldn't mind camping if I could take like a little airstream or a little trailer. Uh, yeah, if the problem I have is I just can't sleep on the ground anymore. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I do feel like I have very bad luck camping. I, yeah. I and I like bring torrential downpour with me uh, whenever I go camping, or I don't know. It just seems like things go wrong, and people have these incredible experiences, and then they bring me, and it's like disaster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been like a lot of kind of the majority of the holidays that I went on um, when I was a child was, you know, caravan holidays. Those are different. That's like you're sleeping in a bed you've got a cooker and then and like sort of plumbing of some you know type mm-hmm. um and you've got shower blocks and things like that like it, that's different um but actual like just like rough camping no not for me <laughs> yeah i agree i agree i like the cooking actually on the fire i think that that can mm-hmm. be really delicious i yeah. like making foil dinners or uh mm-hmm. dutch oven cooking is really good mm-hmm. and, uh that's fun i love I, I'm an open water swimmer, so I love uh, being in you know lakes and mm-hmm. the ocean and things like that. One of my favorite camping trips I ever went on was with a um 
uh, young single adult group at church uh, where we went to uh, Green River here in Utah. And there's a whole section was a big stretch of beach that they added to this river. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it wasn't, it was more fun because you weren't sleeping, you were sleeping on the soft sand, not on the, um, not on the ground, hard ground. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was much more pleasant. And that was a really fun, uh, trip. And they, Mm -hmm. we we went, went down the, um, river just, uh, in our, you know, life vest and you just floated down the river. Mm -hmm. That was really fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that kind of thing. I, I like anytime you involve water, you're Mm -hmm. going to win me over. Yeah, like, I love the outdoors. Yeah, I love the outdoors. It's just the camping overnight thing that bugs me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the um, it's the sleeping on the ground. It's just not for me. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> and I I have a hard time sleeping, and then it my back is so sore. Uh, so I'm with Lou here. I, it's not, not my favorite <laughs> thing to do. What they should have done is just yeah, rented a little trailer or something. <laughs> Tim's, Tim's got a big airstream oh yeah duh yeah he's got one he's got a big rv they could have yeah. taken that <laughs> uh that i know some people will probably think that that's a a weak way but hey if it gets you out there who cares <laughs> yeah you don't have you don't ruin your back sleeping yeah, on the ground when there's like bears roaming around <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah i wild animals aren't my favorite that gets mm. <laughs> I don't know, like, not. Uh, so yeah so Lou she like turns her ankle and uh, they don't have all the pieces for the tent um and so they're gonna use like a, a, a branch or something which I don't think would work yeah they're gonna use a branch instead of a hole. And duct tape <laughs> that wouldn't work really strong branch <laughs> yeah or you'd have to have it exactly the right like the right size and there you'd need you would need a saw i would think to make it the right size and i don't think it would work you gotta make sure you have all your pieces that those poor planning on the part of lou yeah yeah who's all about planning <laughs> she definitely should have brought she definitely should have assembled the tent at home mm-hmm. first Make sure yeah, she that was like a, yeah, that was a rookie mistake. A rookie mistake. <laughs> also, so the mouse gets in the food. I I find it hard to believe this tiny little mouse could literally destroy all the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looks like there was a lot of food. So. Yeah, I mean, this huge box full of food. I you, you could wash it off, and mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way that that it could really destroy all that food i don't think mm-hmm. and yeah. she she was gonna make like some kind of burgers i think or something like that um it wouldn't destroy the it wouldn't it uh it wouldn't destroy any kind of meat the mouse um but all they have left is hot dogs everything else is ruined <laughs> yeah yeah it wouldn't we find out in this episode we always get a real issue with hot dogs camping um, yeah i guess so <laughs> <laughs> um and lou wants to talk to katie about getting back together with peter mm-hmm. and 
yeah, I mean, I think this would be tricky. Yeah. Uh, with a teenage daughter um getting back together. Uh I think that would be challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh so she's struggling. Uh we have um Scott is there um looking at Shadow, I think is the name of the horse. Mm-hmm. Um and then Amy has him look at Spartan. So there's a balance of older horses that pushing them, uh, but then and and not having them like atrophy, but then yeah. also, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's hard when you have like, as I remember when my like old dog, he was I think around thirteen or fourteen. Oh, there's a skin van. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he was around thirteen or fourteen when I took him to the vet with arthritis. And they were like, yeah, you have to limit his exercise. But when you're walking him, he's pulling and he's wanting to go and explore. And it's a hard balance. It's a really hard balance. And you also just don't want them to feel like their life's over. Um, Because mm-hmm. they get so bored as well, um, especially horses. I mean, they're very intelligent animals. So Amy decides to enter Spartan in this race, which mm-hmm. does seem like a lot for... An, an older horse like that and uh jack is concerned about it and says just and she says just because you're old doesn't mean you're washed up mm-hmm. um and so then logan and tim are going to be basically like her pit crew on the race yeah. so um then uh we also have caleb is entering the race uh, and caleb keeps getting calls throughout um and uh there's this rivalry between caleb and evan mm-hmm. so what do we think of evan oh he's annoying um <laughs> i think the actor is really good at playing him um mm-hmm. and you sort of definitely understand why caleb has literally gone out of his way just to enter a thing that he normally wouldn't bother with just to <laughs> just to get one over on this guy um I do wish they'd actually had some storylines for Caleb instead of just bringing them in for these, you know, competition episodes. Um, it's a while since we've really seen him have like a, a proper storyline. Um, yeah. Is there some, is, um, uh, I forget her, the actress's name. Is she, is the actor who plays Cass? Uh, is she on another show or something? Not that I'm aware of. Um, not that I'm aware of. Um, I've not seen her on anything, but I th- and I do know that she was pregnant at some point in the later seasons. So I don't know if that's Caitlin Lieb is her name. There's got to be some reason that you're not having her back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, especially because you know she worked with Ty for a significant amount of time as well. Oh, she was on the um, Netflix show Spinning Out. Oh, yeah. 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 So I wonder if that's why. Well, that was a couple of years ago. It was 2020. Oh, it feels like that was forever ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess that wouldn't have affected season 15. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's got to be some reason that... Because I think that's the reason why they're struggling with with Caleb because 
they evidently don't want them to break up um but uh um so they that makes it hard for him to be in the episode mm-hmm. yeah yeah they've, they've brought the, the the kid in a couple of times as well so yeah he's evidently the major caregiver of uh what's his name oh kid. gosh starts with an r i can't think of it um anyway uh but he keeps getting the calls and uh and then lou twists her ankle and katie says you try you trying to have everything be perfect it takes all the fun out of it so (laughs) yeah something had to say that to at some point (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean does she know that know her mother at all (laughs) uh so then Caleb falls off of this horse uh, and Evan keeps antagonizing him and uh, and Scott gets worried about Evan's horse, uh, his heart rate. And I thought mm-hmm. they were going to say that he was like cheating somehow. Yeah, but I was expecting there to be like him doping the horse or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's what they kept implying. I felt like the whole episode, but then it didn't really... Yeah, pay off amy just kind of won in the end mm-hmm. <laughs> yes yeah. of course we knew she was going to win before she entered <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that was strange i i felt like they were leading to that they kept saying like oh his horse the heart rate is weird or different yeah. things so i don't know that was strange uh and then we have katie saying i'm happy with things the way they are and it's confusing because in the next episode she says that that she knows about Peter and Lou. So what that that's confusing. She yeah, likes things the way they are to... in this weird limbo. <laughs> yeah, I think they just wanted to stretch the storyline out. Over yeah. the <laughs> and for Katie got the brunt of the, the storyline. I think so. Yeah. Uh <laughs> And then Jack gets thrown from Blue and thrown pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, that was. I really thought he would injured his back. It because he yeah. goes really hard against that pole. They do a good job with the stunt person there. It looked like him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Jack says that he believes Blue is his friend. He's not giving up. He's not a quitter. Mm-hmm. So we knew that about Jack, but it's good. At least, I guess it doesn't die in the process of this because it's pretty intense. (laughs) And uh, so Logan uh, has been avoiding um, his dad's phone calls. I guess Mm -hmm. I said it was Caleb. I meant Logan. Keeps getting the calls. Um, Logan keeps avoiding his dad's phone calls his dad had been in prison i guess now he's out no um, he's still in he's has probation he was supposed to you know go for probation and that like you know didn't get um his sentence reduced so he's still in prison well that's what i thought but then why is he calling so much he gets unlimited yeah. phone calls in prison yeah yeah canadian <laughs> canadian prison <laughs> You just have a phone whenever you feel like it. 
those those Canadians. Those Canadians. They're too like they're too they're too um they're too friendly. <laughs> I always think of uh in How I Met Your Mother with when Barney finds out it's like they have Thanksgiving in Canada. What do you even have to be thankful for? <laughs> Uh, and uh yeah so he's avoiding all these phone calls i mean i guess i would be curious to take a phone call from somebody that's that calling that many times from prison but it Mm -hmm. doesn't win him over no but uh jack says uh that that he can't fix the past but trust me he wish that he he wishes that he could or is that tim i can't remember who says that tim Yeah. And that is, a sh- it's a shame that uh, Ty is gone because he would be a perfect mentor for Logan. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and Tim's just been really weird around Logan as well. He's been like really hard on him for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so then Evan and Amy racing at the end, Amy wins. And if if it was a different performance, I'd almost think that Evan is potential love interest too, kind of enemies to lovers sort of thing. But I don't know. I don't see it. Yeah, yeah. I think Amy just dislikes him too much for that to ever happen. <laughs> um, they sort of lean into him being such a villain. Um, I can't see it happening. Mm-hmm. A villain for Heartland standards that is. <laughs> yeah but but couldn't on a different show couldn't you see that being the arc yeah for sure like yeah yeah enemies to lovers is probably when it's done well is probably the, the better you know way to go um it could be really fun if done mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i mean i guess they kind of had that a little bit with um with what's his name the um the rival for ty um early seasons oh, yeah. again i think his name yeah yeah, yeah. Chase? That's the new chase uh, I'm thinking of the prince. <laughs> oh yeah, the prince too. I forgot about the prince. Yeah. <laughs> I like the prince. <laughs> uh, 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 how dare Amy go to Europe? Yeah. <laughs> She's a horrible oh, person. Yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that that plot. Yeah. Um, and so Logan decides to talk to his dad. He answers the phone calls, and uh, and then Jack rides blue successfully. Um, and Lou decides not to tell Katie and they have the hot dogs in their, their night. So mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think overall of this episode? Um, I liked it. It was definitely, you know, very, um, filler. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like, you know, the same with the previous episodes. Um, but yeah, yeah. it was a very heartland episode. Um, so yeah, I would, I would say a bit of sec, uh, sorry, an eight, um, just because I, I really liked the, the Spartan, there's the Spartan storyline, um, and I'm glad mm-hmm. that you know Jack managed to <laughs> train his horse without bodily injury. Yeah, I liked Blue. Um, I yeah, seven point five, eight, something like that. I think uh, is a yeah. good one. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Writing duo Christopher Palaha and Anna Gomez are back with the second book in their From Kona with Love series where the sun rises. 
Dubbed as a modern Romeo and Juliet by the San Francisco Book Review, Where the Sun Rises has become a highly anticipated follow-up depicting multicultural romance, love, loss, and redemption woven into a family saga set in the beautiful islands of Hawaii. Though connected, each installment in the From Kona with Love series can be read as a standalone. The series falls into the genre of clean romance and is best known for its lush island backdrops. Says Publisher Weekly of the first installment, quote, Gomez and Palaha's descriptions of Hawaii are postcard worthy. The breezy pace and gorgeous setting will stoke readers' wanderlust, close quote. Where the sun rises promises to whisk readers away to the idyllic island of Hawaii. Protagonists Mele Moana and Adam Yates meet at the wedding of Mele's friend, Andy, where they are paired up in the wedding party to walk down the aisle together. Their worlds couldn't be more different. Mele is the daughter of a plantation worker, and Adam is the son of one of the richest men in Oahu. They do have one thing in common, though. Big dreams. Dreams that will take them into opposite shores. But that's not the only obstacle they must overcome. Adam inspires Melee to face her fears, and she restores his faith in redemption. Yet, with love comes sacrifice, and the goals they've worked so hard for may end up tearing them apart. Ultimately, Where the Sun Rises is a story about overcoming adversity, the promise of young love, and the valor in letting go. Where the Sun Rises releases on October 11th, 2022, and is available at all major retailers where books are sold. In-person and virtual book signings will be popping up in Los Angeles and Chicago during the months of October and November. Make sure to pre-order your copy of Where the Sun Rises today at your local brick-and-mortar bookstore, and it'll be waiting for you to enjoy on October 11th. In the meantime, immerse yourself in the Kona world by reading moments like this. More information can be found here at, at vesuvianmedia.com slash from Kona with love. That's vesuvianmedia.com slash from Kona with love. All right. Our last episode uh, is leaving a legacy. And uh, this is uh, in the episode we have Lou and Peter uh going back forth finally deciding to tell katie and uh then we also have lisa entering platinum bow in a big race mm-hmm. um and uh, that's so that's kind of a big moment um uh, we also have more with clint and logan and the the they might have to close okay. down the um home uh, but Amy decide Amy gets uh, some uh, money from Lily uh, mm-hmm. for the prize money, and so she decides to give that to the group home, and they uh, make the Ty Borden uh, Equestrian Center, which was very sweet. Yeah. So overall, what do you think about this episode? Um, I really liked it. Um. <sighs> I do wish they had a little bit more for Lisa to just to sort of end up the season. It's, it felt like um, that was just sort of a, a little add-in um, at the episode. Um, and yeah. yeah, I'm glad the Jessica thing went the way that it did. Um, I would not have appreciated Cliffhanger. Um, and yeah, everybody knows my feelings on Lou and Peter. I'm just frustrated <laughs> because I just don't see 
I just don't see it. Um, and I suppose they're going to have them be together, but just not actually like in the same place. Yeah, that was what was annoying to me that they're going to, we're, I, we're going to get this conflict again with Peter in Vancouver. It's just yep. not interesting. No. So she's essentially going to be in a long distance relationship again. Um, yeah, it's just. Oh, it's just yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, so we have, uh, we have um, Amy getting this letter from Lily. Um, Howlers, winnings. Amy's upset by this at first, uh, but it does come in handy. <laughs> by yeah. the end. It comes in handy. Uh, and uh, that Jessica went on this trip with Ezra. And so Tim is feeling jealous about it. Uh, he's insecure <clears throat> about their them living in the loft. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know, he says your condo is super fancy in New York. I mean, how rich is she supposed to have been? Because sound like she had a fairly normal job. You're not going to have a super fancy apartment in. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Like New York. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't and, sure if she was just like a partner in this law firm, or uh-huh. if she like was the the owner or the the sort of yeah it, it's not clear how how rich um she was but i guess fairly rich because she's been really concerned about making money from her photography and i'm like well you know surely yeah, you have she sell her uh, condo of, yeah. yeah so yeah i, I mean, have no idea um but i do like that the sort of idea of him being you know, insecure about, you know, her giving up her, her life in the, in the city and to live in Heartland, to live in a loft. I do think they have to give them a house at some point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, she could buy a huge house for what mm-hmm. you would, for a, I mean, if we're talking Manhattan. Yeah. Um, I mean, for a cheap place in Manhattan, you're going to spend several million dollars for a cheap place uh and um assuming she owns it i guess isn't renting but even then uh you know you have at least at least two thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. for a place in manhattan at least and uh, you could get something very big and nice i would think uh in um hudson mm-hmm. so yeah they, they seem to have this thing on the show of keeping everybody at the actual ranch <laughs> um but I, I, yeah i don't mm-hmm. understand why they can't have them living in different houses it still yeah. works you know I, you know you like have I shows said, like gilmore girls it's not like they all lived in one little complex <laughs> yeah i mean it's kind of I, i've said this before but it's similar to what they did with the cosby show where mm-hmm. they were always figuring out ways to keep denise and sandra at the house because mm-hmm. They wanted to have the, you know, the, the younger kids once Rudy became older. Uh, yeah. And so they have to invent these ridiculous um, situations where they, these grown adults would be living at home uh, yeah. in the Brownstone in New York. Yeah. Um, I mean, they did the same with, um, with parenthood, but they had them all in different places, but the sort of, you know, 
the grandparents' house was sort of the, the place that they would all come to um, whenever they were together or they would have this mm-hmm. thing where they would have the big thing was they would have like family dinner, even things actually like brothers and sisters. I mean, literally every episode of that in early seasons, they would always come together to have dinner together, um, which they do yeah. in Heartland. So I don't understand why Luke can't, you know, live in Hudson. Because, <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like there's that big a difference between having them in the loft versus having them in another house. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because to start out the show, Tim was at had his own house. Yep. So I don't know why they couldn't just do that again. But yeah, it's uh, not like we need to actually see it. But the idea that they all have to stay in this <laughs> this ranch that is slowly running out of places to put people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's, it's true. one of the reasons why I was like, um, Amy isn't. You know, I really thought you were going to go the route of her um, being a foster parent this mm-hmm. season. Um, I really thought that's how we were going to, you know, go with this. Because it seemed like the, the centre was closing, but it seems like that's not happening now. But I was like, yeah, there's there's nowhere to put them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of wondered if Amy was going to end up running the centre. Yeah. You know, moving over there. I could have seen that. Yeah. But it turns out yes, her money's just going to be over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so Rick tells Lou to call Peter and he's like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired, I'm tired of dealing with this. And it really, like we said, it doesn't make sense that they wouldn't have talked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she finally calls and, uh, and, uh, he's away on business mm-hmm. uh, and so she gets all upset and uh and he ends up coming uh from paris because rick tells him that there's an emergency yeah that was like the fun part of the episode of just written mm-hmm. being the audience and just being done with it mm-hmm. <laughs> he's sick of hearing about it as well <laughs> yeah and i was honestly kind of feeling it until he said oh well it's still gonna be in vancouver and then i was like oh no this is gonna suck <laughs> yeah. yep here we go again yeah here we go again uh but we also have lindy getting ready for kindergarten which was adorable yeah she's so cute um mm-hmm. the release also i said in the last episode they released some images um of season 16 and the one of lindy just she looks not not like grown up but she just looks it's crazy to just watch her grow up from such a small little child mm-hmm. so now like yeah she's just like a little human now it's crazy mm-hmm. like honestly i think these twins are cuter than the Olsen twins they could have yes. their own own line of movies and things that they empire. wanted they're so cute yeah, yeah they're really cute <laughs> and uh, her get, yeah, getting ready for kindergarten was adorable and that whole scene with Amy talking to Ty about Lindy oh. going to kindergarten was yeah. that was good yeah that was really well done mm-hmm. um yeah, I like the, the the way that they've kept Ty sort of ties as a part of the show, but not having it 
be as sad and, and depressing as last season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it feels like Amy is a little bit more on the on the other side of her, of her grief. Um, mm-hmm. Especially yeah. when Amy finds the horseshoe that Ty had left yeah. for her and a letter on their anniversary. That was good. Yeah, that was done really, really well. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that Graham has been like, has done ghost yeah, shots voiceover. and voiceovers yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Um, that's something that you didn't have in some of the other shows we've talked about, like with Downton Abbey or with um, uh, with When Calls the Heart. Uh, I appreciate that uh, Graham stuck with the show in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so then uh, there's this big race for platinum and uh, they, uh, the jockey th- uh, gets thrown and uh, the break uh, breaks his foot. So they need to find a new jockey. And I thought, I kind of wondered if like they were going to have Amy the do it. Call Amy. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been very heartlandy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been a jockey before that one time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was very successful. Yeah, I was waiting on them to be like, well, we have to call Amy. <laughs> but they didn't. They didn't. They got, it was the brother, right? Of yeah. the jockey. Uh huh. Yeah. Carlos. The brother. Carlos, yeah. That was, that was funny. And that's funny. You thought the same thing. <laughs> yeah, we know, we know you sure. <laughs> So then uh, Katie says she's completely confused with what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and Amy had told Lou early in the episode that you need to, uh, you need to do something about Peter. Mm-hmm. You, you need to stop with this in between. Um, so then Katie kind of confuses Lou even more because it is true. Like, what would you want if... Mm-hmm you were Katie would you want your parents to get back together or yeah. would you I don't know that would be tricky yeah it'd be really tricky um especially when she's seen it be such a disaster mm-hmm. um and obviously like is anything going to change because he's not actually going to be in Hudson or Nevada he's going to be in Vancouver so is Katie still ha- going to have to go back and forth it, it was like so it. disappointing because I just feel like in this day and age, what is it about Peter's job that requires him to do, be yeah. there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's not like he's in service or in some mm-hmm. kind of, he's, he's in some kind of job where you have to be present, you know, to participate mm-hmm. in the job. Why does mm-hmm. he have to be in Vancouver? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. The idea that there's not an oil company and Alberta that he could work for is insane. Yeah, that he couldn't do virtual. virtual, It's just—it's unbelievable, and also that at this point, there's no reason why why Lou couldn't move to Vancouver at least part of the year or Mm -hmm. something, uh, because I—I mean, Katie's old enough uh, Mm -hmm. to either stay there in Heartland or uh, or you know go with her. Um, and, uh, Georgie, they don't have that as a reason anymore. Um, so I don't know it, that part of it was frustrating and disappointing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, but Katie says that you need to make a decision, uh, before you both end up losing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then Caleb, t- uh, he knows about Peter and Lou. He says, the guy's mm-hmm. still in love with you, Lou. Um, and, uh, so there's that, then that's kind of a fun dynamic, Caleb and Lou mm-hmm. that we don't get that yeah. much of. Yeah. Yeah, Kerry's so good at just coming in and, and doing, you know, if he, if he has to sort of bounce off of Jack or Tim or, or Amy or, you know, Lou in this case, he's so good. He's such a good, like, good character to just sort of bring in and cause a little, you know, chaos or push the characters in a certain direction Um, because he's been there through mm-hmm. everything. Like I said, I just wish we'd had a little bit more of, you know, him having his own storyline. Um, yeah. This beyond the sort of rodeo type stuff. I agree. Um, so Lou, so Peter comes from Paris because he thinks there's an emergency, mm-hmm. and he has always been really good about that. Like whenever, yeah. particularly Georgie needed him, he was always there. Um, and Lou says, "I don't care about perfect. I'm more in love with you now than ever before. I'm saying yes, hundred percent sure." So yeah. there we go. Not change your mind. And then season 16, you better not change your mind. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and then they tell Katie and then they all decide to go to Florida to tell Georgie. Mm-hmm. So it was a cute moment. I just wish yeah. that they, and they have the um, Peter with the lanterns. Mm-hmm. um this is to our future the second time around uh and so he took inspiration from jack thornton of all the <laughs> lanterns <laughs> uh-huh but uh yeah i mean i just wish that they hadn't kind of left that sort of caveat of he's still in vancouver and i guess they probably yeah. did that because of his other yeah, his other show yeah. but it was just kind of like oh no going through <laughs> this again yeah, hopefully they know how the fans, because it's not just us, like, I'm sure the majority of the fans feel the same sort of frustration, and I hope that they are aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, the same thing over again. Yeah, I don't, I feel like I have that good a handle on, like, the Heartland fandom, uh, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine that they like it mm-hmm. with this, but who knows? Who knows? Uh, I just, I just wish that they handled Lou's character better in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the whole thing with her supposedly franchising Maggie's and that whole plotline was was weird, and mm-hmm. um, and everything with Mitch was kind of unsatisfying. Uh, I just, I just wish that they wrote her character better. Agreed. Hmm. Um, so we have this doctor calling from New York, calling Jessica. And at first, uh, Tim is very kind of jealous with this whole Ezra thing. And then also, uh, with him feeling insecure about the loft and, uh, and so then he finds out, okay, this is what Jessica's actually hiding is, uh, um, she have a she had a lumpectomy in New York. Is that right? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like that. Or she was having blood work done, or you know, a checkup or something. 
And this is Jessica, you are not, uh, this is, you are not going to get your happy ending. And then Tim says, no matter what news we get, we're going to deal with it together. So that was a nice mm-hmm. moment between Jessica and, and Tim. Yeah. Cause having at least spoken about that and imagine if you have, you know, successfully beaten cancer, like there's joy in that, but there's also a lot of dread of having to have, you know, your checkups every month or, you know, every year or, or you know, whatever the, the sort mm-hmm. of might be. But yeah, that must be like a very difficult day for a lot of people of like anybody that's, that's dealt with that type of illness. Yeah. And so then they find out that she's clear. So that was very happy. And I feel like their marriage is very strong. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we have them dedicating the center to Ty. Ty's legacy is the center and uh, it's the Ty Borden Equestrian Center. And I thought that was very sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a really good way. And it's it's something that, it feels like if Ty got that money, he would make the same decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I said, it's, it's a really good way of keeping him a part of the show. Yeah. Um, and then they have Lindy and and uh, Amy making a wish on one of the lanterns. They don't know it's a lantern from uh, Lou and Peter, but it was kind of cute mm-hmm. that they made a wish on their lantern. Yeah. Um, to our future the second time uh wait, Peter says to our future the second time around and uh here we go again, <laughs> we go again. <laughs> um also Amy talks to Logan about finishing high school mm-hmm. and Clint says we'll hire you at the equestrian center if and only if you finish high school yeah they said he could um live there as opposed to I said uh, uh, you know I was curious as to where he was living but apparently he's, he's living in a, a group home um mm-hmm. but he's now moving to the center so I imagine he's going to be um a series regular again next season yeah and Amy tells him I've always regretted not going further in education mm-hmm. which is news to us like she's never expressed that ever yeah before. we saw it in school once <laughs> yeah and she almost took that um scholarship Oh no! Mm-hmm. Wait, that that was Jade. Never mind. That in Texas. That, oh yeah, yeah. That was Jade. That was Jade. Um, but uh, but yeah. And so, uh, I mean, I do think that um that you really should finish high school. Yeah. Um, at least get a GED or some you know something like that. You should finish high school. Um, college at this point, I feel like is pretty um optional. Mm-hmm. uh for for almost any and for almost anything um and that at least unless you have a specific career that you need a specific degree for like nursing uh-huh. or engineering or something mm-hmm. like that but if yeah. you're just like going into general business there's really no reason to go to college unless you have unless you want to you know, and you have the means, yeah. then go for it. Sure. I, I yeah, mean, I, I absolutely loved college, mm-hmm. but it, it has not been useful in my career, either of my degrees, hardly at all. Yeah. Like I went to like, I, I suppose it would be like a, 
a community type college in mm-hmm. America um, where they just sort of deal with trades which I think is probably the more popular one in the UK of like obviously we have the big universities and things like that but if you're not going into those types of you know studying English and drama and, and all these different things the most part people will go into a community college and for me I studied in a professional cookery um, which was helpful but also to the point of like when I got a job it was like yeah I'm not going back I got a summer job and I was like yeah I'm not going back to college because I'm learning more on the job than I'm actually in college um so yeah I just mean um at the restaurant I was in it was like (laughs) yeah I mean I like learned how to research and I learned how to write uh, more proficiently Mm -hmm. things like that but as far Mm -hmm. as like specific job skills even my MBA I really a lot of it is theory and, um, you know, sort of broader concepts that are interesting, but not especially helpful. And like, I, I, I still think it's amazing that you, I went through graduate school and I never had a single class on like using Excel, you know, or something like that, or Adobe or, you know, some of these things that I literally use every single day. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I do think that you probably should finish high school. Yeah. I mean, we've even seen that with, with Ty. I mean, he sort of didn't finish high school and then, you know, you know, later seasons, that was his sort of thing of, of going back and, and, you know, rectifying that and then becoming a vet. One, Amy tells that to Logan. Mm-hmm. And there's so many different ways to gain an education now that that is one nice thing is that, you know, there's uh, online schools and mm-hmm. uh, different um, different ways that you can finish high school without like, you know, going to a traditional high school. Yeah, we have the, it's called the Open University here. Um, and I have a friend who just does like a different course every year. Um, Mm-hmm. just does all of these different courses and it's so interesting like she does courses in criminology and just like things that interest her um uh-huh. yeah she just essentially teaches herself because she does it all online um but yeah she's there's a lot of benefit in that and you sort of you know like you say with the pandemic yeah. and everything I think it's taught everybody that there's different ways to do all of these things online mm-hmm Yeah. I mean, my graduate degree, I did, um, what they called FlexNet where I was, uh, Mm -hmm. on campus half the time and online half the time. So that was nice to get both. Yeah. You have the social stuff and then you have the, your own, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) yeah. Mm -hmm. So that will be fun to get to see more of Logan in the future. Yeah, he's a really good actor. Um, mm-hmm. I think him and, and Amber have really good dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only thing I didn't like about his character was the whole Parker plot. That was weird to me. But yeah, that was weird. Hopefully they dropped that. To be fair, that was more on Parker than him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so then Platinum wins the race. That's very exciting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then uh, we get our wishes on the lantern. We get our lantern scene to end 
so there we go. That is our last episode of Heartland. Unbelievable. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> we did it. Yay. We did it. Oh my gosh. And and we mentioned it last time, but we we're going to be doing an episode of our top 10 Heartland episodes. Mm-hmm. So if uh, y'all listening, if you have your favorites, make sure to put in the comment section because uh, that'll help us to be able to kind of remember. Uh, mm-hmm. Or even if you remember ones that we particularly liked, uh, I should have been keeping a running. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to have to go through all of these episodes on Netflix and see the ones that I um, was really um, mm-hmm. given, you know, <laughs> yeah. 10 out of 10 to. Um, but yeah, it, it's sort of difficult because we have done it in this sort of binge process. So right. it's, try, it's trying to sort of remember what seasons are what and who was in what season. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. It will. Uh, so yeah, let us know your thoughts and what, uh, I guess we give a score to this episode. Um, I would give it an eight. Um, I wouldn't say there's any, anything sort of massive in this episode. Maybe an 8.5. I'd be a little bit kinder. Mm-hmm. yeah i'm right around there as well so uh yeah let us know what you give these episodes and what you think of season 15 as a whole we would love to hear your thoughts uh on uh in the comment section or on twitter and uh michelle where can people find you um on twitter at michelle r benson great and you can find me at rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube and unround tomatoes to so check that out also make sure you're following the podcast the homework's pod and homework's podcast all of our social media and if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. It really helps us a lot. Five stars. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We're almost at 5K subscribers. So uh, help us get there and uh, it, check out the patron group and merch store. We really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, let us know what you think and we'll uh, talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.